1: And you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Before I forget, Franklin Graham called for all leaders and Christians to join him in praying for our president, President Trump, June 2nd. And I really admonish you to unite yourself and pray for our president. Okay, lots of things are happening in the spiritual realm. And we Christians must continue to unite in prayer. And we are going to see major, major things manifesting, supernatural things, if we unite in prayer. So continue to pray for our president and also for our political leaders of the state of Texas. Like I said, many big, wonderful things will manifest As the hand of God is in the process of uprooting the deep roots embedded in Washington, D.C. that the entire world are feeding on that root, the hand of God is going to uproot it. So count yourself in and let us fight and win for our country and win over our country. Amen. As you are listening today, I am already in the Philippines. I left Thursday, and I'm looking forward to do greater work here in the Philippines for the kingdom of our God, and we will continue to bring glory to him. Our Lord Jesus Christ is worthy and deserving of all our praise and thanksgiving. Thank you, Freedom Fellowship Church and partners of this ministry. This greater work would not be possible without your support, prayers, and especially your financial support. I will be reporting praise reports. I will be conducting conferences and leadership trainings, and we have about additional new pastors that are attending one of our conferences for the first time. Glory to God. What am I going to discuss today is the importance of personal prophecy and its relevance. It's also important for us to be very mindful of the prophecy to the charts and nations, especially prophecy for the United States of America. Okay, so today I will discuss more about the relevance of personal prophecies in this broadcast. As you may know, we just finished our May Prophetic Conference. It was so different from the previous ones. Of course, the Holy Spirit does this every time. I prepared, the core team prepared, Mike and Joshua prepared for this conference so that the Holy Spirit can take over and lead us and that we are prepared enough to be led by Him. And He did exactly that. I am amazed, and I'm still amazed, of the prophecies that came out from my own mouth, that thus saith Lord for the people who attended. Glory to God. So James and Joshua will be sharing some of the revelations and highlights of that May conference while I'm gone. And they're going to share some insights as well. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. So the way of God in his kingdom is a way of love. If you are not walking in love, you cannot speak the oracle of God because the way of God is he is always motivated by love. Even in corrections, even in discipline, he is love. Releasing prophecy to an individual, for those of you that have a gift of prophecy, you need to prophesy to the new man, the born again man, and not to the old man, not to the dead man or else those people will just continue to repeat cycles and continue to be in cycles after cycles and not fulfilling their destiny in Christ. So again, personal prophecies are released, and we prophesy to the new man. And I will cover this later on. I'm pretty sure James and Joshua will include that teaching that I address during the May Conference, okay? And I'm guarantee you they'll expound on it some more. So again, in order for a prophecy to be relevant, I'm talking about the personal prophecy, you have to prophesy to the new men, towards their destiny, never about their past. In the world, in the Babylonian system, if it is too good to be true, then somebody's being hoodwinked. But, in the kingdom of our God, prophecy that thus saith the Lord got to be too good to be true; they got to be supernatural, because if they can manifest in your own way, in your own resources, in your talents, and in your brains, it is not supernatural, right? But for a personal prophecy, it got to be too good to be true; it's a supernatural way and it will manifest by just the individual who received that prophecy it's just depending on that person following simple instruction contained in the prophecy they are not complicated they are not hard to do like put me first give me glory only believe do not be afraid and sometimes You'll be given an exact date and how to do it. So those are simple things, but it will produce supernatural result. And for the person who received the prophecy, that person must continue to meditate on that prophecy day and night and continue to keep the faith and trust in God. And we all know the story about David and Goliath, right? David was anointed king of Israel and probably he was only 16 at that time, through the prophet Samuel. This is in First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. That's why David was able to defeat the lion and the bear because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him powerfully. Keep that in mind, that the job of a prophet is to anoint kings, is to anoint people. This time it was the prophet Samuel who anointed David to succeed Saul. And you know what? You know this. David did not automatically took over the throne from Saul. He had to wait for years and he had to fight for it. He was actually sent back to tend the sheep and also became an attendant of Saul, the king he already replaced. In 1 Samuel seventeen fifteen says that David went back and forth from Saul to tend his father's sheep at Bethlehem. See, David was anointed king. He didn't even plan it. He didn't even know it. And here's the prophet Samuel. And David knew that something came upon him after he got anointed. He knew it was from God because the Holy Spirit came powerfully upon him. As far as his brothers and as far as his family members, even his father, they looked at the natural and it cannot be. It has to be the eldest son, not the youngest among the eight brothers. But that's how God does Nobody, not even the member of his family, even thought of inviting David to the dinner in honor of Samuel. If God did not tell Samuel to ask, is there anyone else? Because even the prophet Samuel was not told of the whole picture. He had to walk it because at first he thought that the eldest son, Eliab, has to be the one, has the bearing of a king, and he's the firstborn. And God told Samuel, and said, oh, no, you look at the appearance, but I look at the heart. Same thing when God released a prophecy to you. He never looked at the outside appearance, but he looked at the gift that is new and the issues of your heart. God knew that with his love and with this creative word of prophecy, you will turn around the only one who can disqualify you is yourself keep that in mind okay so it is not too late for you to stand up receive that prophecy and start thanking god and the holy spirit will give you instruction and you will be restored amen so in first samuel chapter 1748 when uh, david encountered goliath It says in that scripture that David ran towards Goliath. And here is the whole army quaking in fear because of Goliath and the entire Philistine army. So what was it that David got that the whole Israeli army did not have? The army of Israel, they were prepared for war. And at the same time, they were quaking with fear. And David just happened to be sent on an errand, so what does he got that he was unafraid to go after the giant in first Samuel chapter seventeen, starting with verse forty five says David said to the Philistine, "You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty." the God of the armies of Israel whom you defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. He was prophesying. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. See, God gets all the glory for that. That's a prophecy. All those gathered here will know that it's not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. David had something that the entire nation do not have. David knew that he was the next king, that he is already the anointed successor of Saul. And that prophecy in his life have not manifested yet. So it means to say that David is not going to die at the hands of Goliath and the entire Philistine army. And he remembered that when he was anointed, the Holy Spirit came upon him with power that he was able to overcome and killed the lion and the bear. He knew that God who appointed and anointed him will fight the battle for him and the entire Israeli army. So he ran towards the battle. He is not running towards a challenge or death. He ran towards his destiny. And this is what you need to do, my dear brothers, my dear sisters. He was not recognized as a king yet by the entire nation. So therefore, he's not going to die. He will become king of Israel because God cannot lie. He is a faithful and an awesome God. In Second Peter chapter 1, verses 19 through 21 says, And we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. Remember, when the prophet Samuel was sent to Jesse's household, all he knew is he is going to anoint the future king, but he didn't know who. So it is God's will. When the prophecy is released, you are releasing God's purpose, God's will, and God's plan for that person. And it's not yours. You don't have any opinion. It has to be, thus saith the Lord. Okay. Let me read it again. Second Peter chapter one, verses 20 and 21. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation for prophecy never had its origin in the will of man but men spoke from god as they were carried along by the holy spirit so if you are one of those who just let go of those prophecies who just let go of their destiny and now you are in a quandary because you cannot find satisfaction in your life and you are toiling And it's the same problem over and over again. Spend time with God and ask the Holy Spirit to remind you of those words, especially those instructions. And then ask for another instruction and obey it. You need to be in fellowship with other like-minded Christians. You need to do that, okay? And that will come out of it. You just get out of that cycle that you got yourselves into, and run towards your destiny, it is not too late. Because 2019 is the uprooting of those things that are not from God in our lives. And he's doing that because it's the time he already made up his mind, and because of his mercy and love towards you. So if you have lost hope or have forgotten what God promised you and released upon your life, stand up. And start thanking him that he will fulfill the purpose in your life. He will complete what he has started in your life. And if you are sick in the hospital, stand up and be healed in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Believe God for the impossible. Run towards your destiny in Jesus' name. God is faithful. Amen. Okay, let me give you an example of some of the prophecies I received in my life ever since I got born again. I receive prophecies wherein I don't even know what a prophecy is. Okay? So personally, I receive many prophecies. And this is just a few of the ones that have already manifested. And to be honest, if I don't meditate and if I don't spend time with God, I forget all about them. I need to be reminded. Sometimes I look at my notes. Sometimes some people will remind me. Many have manifested already beyond dreams. And do I still have challenges? Of course. While we're here on earth, we're supposed to be implementing God's ways of doing things. We need to continue to subdue our flesh. And we need the challenges and the oppositions for us to learn spiritual warfare. Okay? So you will be opposed while you're on earth. But just like David, David in the midst of a greater challenge in the history of the country and in the kingdom, as far as the kingdom of King Saul. And here he is. He ran towards his destiny. Because why? Because of that prophecy, because of that anointing, because of that promise of God that is upon his life. And the Holy Spirit empowered him. So he will never forget that. So he ran towards his destiny. He was not afraid of the Goliath. So you should not be afraid of the Goliaths in your life. Okay, you need to run towards your destiny. Amen. So one of the prophecies I got is that I will travel all over the world, leading a team to minister and preach the gospel in power. Traveling all over the world, that was easy for me. But for me to lead a team to minister and preach the gospel in power, that is something that is supernatural and impossible for me. I don't mind traveling all over the world, but here it is. And that prophecy continues to manifest. I'm still being sent to different parts of the world. See? The second prophecy example is I got prophesied that I will see and experience the manifestation of the angelic host. And it continued to happen even now. It's still happening. Isn't that amazing? I'm beginning to realize. I was telling God just yesterday and said, Lord, I thought I know your power. I thought I know your love. I thought I know the authority in your name. I'm just beginning to scratch the surface. And it's very exciting. Are you getting this? When Jesus told the disciples in Matthew chapter 28, all power and authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. That's a lot of power. There is nothing left to Satan. And he turned around and gave that name to his disciples, who's going to carry his name. And that's you and I. So we need to continue. And third prophecy is this. I will be ministering and prophesying to leaders, to kings of this world, and some of them will seek me out for counsel. A part of that prophecy already manifested, and it's still manifesting right now. I never dreamed, I never planned, I never prayed for any of these prophecies. I just wanted to have my own business. I just wanted to drive my own Mercedes convertible and then get married and have children. And I'm willing to work hard. That is my stinking desire until prophecies started to be released upon my life. And now they continue to manifest. And listen to this. I got a prophetic dream years ago in 1992 that in the dream, the Lord Jesus showed up with Catherine Kuhlman to pray for Catherine Kuhlman to lay hands on me and to heal me of my cancer. And I said, Lord, I didn't know that I have a cancer. But nevertheless, you know, I know he is the truth. So I let myself be anointed and prayed for by Catherine Kuhlman. And, you know, The cancer manifested, that was 1992, and the cancer manifested when I was pregnant with Erica. That was 1998, 1999, it became full-blown. So I knew, I was reminded of that prophecy. Oh, this is what this prophetic dream is all about. The Lord was telling me, go through it, you're not going to die. So I knew then that I'm not going to die. So I refused treatment. Okay. But I'm not telling you to refuse treatment. You have to hear from God and you have to make a determination or decision yourself. Okay. But for me, because of that prophetic dream, I refused treatment. But I inquired of the Lord, what shall I do next and eat? I saturated myself with listening to the Bible and healing. Uh, Mike, my husband, made sure of that. And I start juicing. I walked my healing and deliverance. And now I can pray for others' healings and deliverance. Because why? Because I fought that battle and won because I knew the Lord did not give me that prophetic dream for nothing. And I was reminded about that. And it is my prayer that you'll all be reminded of what God has promised you and have told you and what was released upon your life. You believe the impossible because he is a supernatural, working, more than able God. Yes, some manifestations of prophecies get postponed, but it is not God's fault. And we must continue to walk in faith and continue to believe. Amen? And when I get back, I will tell you some of the manifestations of prophecies that are supposed to really manifest the month of May and the month of June. So when I get back, I am going to share them with you to encourage you and to make you jealous so that you're going to start calling on the name of the Lord. I'm going to keep you in suspense. And in the meantime, I am going to focus in the greater work that the Lord has for me my assignment here in the Philippines. Amen. And you know what? If the Lord have told you and asked you to sow a seed for this mission trip, or since I'm going to Kenya in Africa in the last week of July, probably all the way to August, it is not too late for you to sow a seed. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org and click Donate. Okay? Again, it's sogmi.org and click donate. But I'm going to keep you in suspense of the manifestations of this prophecy so that you will start paying attention to what God is telling you. And it's not too late for you. It will manifest as soon as you jump on board. Okay? Jesus is that wonderful and awesome, and I'll give him all the praise and glory. So join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I H ten. The morning service starts at 1030 in the morning. And if you cannot come, we are live streaming at exactly 11 a.m. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, or you can find us at YouTube. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579. Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.